Save the Semantics, episode 195. It is December 8th, 2022. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. This is probably going to be a quick one today. Um, Relatively quick. Uh, I do have some errands that I would like to run um, after this. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep it short. Relatively short, for the most part. Uh... It's been a pretty solid week, I would say. Work is work. <laughs> Not much to say there. Uh, and yeah, I've just been kind of going through the motions, as, as, I, as I always have been. Uh, the World Cup ended today. It was the final today. Part of me... <laughs> I pretty much only caught like the back end of the game, which was very fun to watch for sure part of me wanted to kind of watch the entire thing but i just could not get myself out out of bed before like eight o'clock i'm like fuck that <laughs> i'm sleeping in kind of had a pretty late night yesterday so um yeah i'm not i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna try to push myself to get up super early but you know maybe it would have been worth it uh it seemed like it was a really exciting game some people are saying it's one of the best World Cups that they've they've watched. So, um, you know, it's all right. You can only get, you can't get everything, you know what I mean? But um, congratulations to Argentina for winning. Uh, I'm, I'm For me, I didn't really have any stake. Like I've mentioned all my other teams, you know, all the other alliances that I've had uh, got knocked out. Uh, so I was just rooting for Argentina. I didn't want to see it was close man it could have been it could have been back-to-back world cups for france but i'm I'm glad it wasn't even though france was incredible especially mbappe they got a hat trick that's pretty fucking crazy uh but i'm kind of uh i i just like seeing a new champion i guess <laughs> which is pretty rich coming from a fucking warrior fan but still i mean i think it's i think it's cool to see Argentina get um uh you know the most recent one considering it's been what I don't know what the last time they got a world cup is is probably when Maradona used to play so it's been a while it's been a while since they got it third world cup um of all time so yeah good stuff I I I was sort of kind of half paying attention to it but from what I what I saw it seemed like a really exciting game um and I'm happy how things turned out I guess you know despite all the other you know despite all the all the bullshit regarding Qatar and everything like that um yeah I don't know I mean that's that's not something that we can necessarily just (laughs) push the side I feel but I don't know I it sort of I think it kind of goes hand in hand so the tournament while it was incredibly exciting and a lot of upsets and a lot of great games here and there i think it was also amid amidst a bunch of shit that was going on regarding you know slave workers and just a lot of anti just what you know anti everything in that region of the world so um I mean, just consider, like, the, the, there was no Women's World Cup, you know what I mean? 
I think that's like a pretty determining factor of shit. Like that's a whole that's a whole tournament that we're missing out on, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's um I think that yeah, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. So the success of the tournament also goes in hand with like just the awful things that you know coincide with with that. So I don't know. It's um it's not something that's like can really be easily uh be discussed, I guess, but I think that's just sort of the nature of things. Um when it comes to like political issues and and sports and whatnot um among other things last time uh i was very happy about the warriors winning against the celtics they had a nice marquee matchup friday night and they got the win there uh but (laughs) after that uh it's been rough we're currently on i think it's a three-game losing streak so I said that it would be nice if they went on a run, picked up a couple wins, uh, but that has not happened. It has been pretty downhill. Curry got injured. He's probably going to be out for a while, so it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rough for this period. You know what I mean? I if they're able to keep at five hundred or better, I think that would be great. I I don't expect them to jump the standings. You never know, but it it just uh, you know, considering the roster and everything like that, I just do not expect things to really improve at all. I mean, obviously like right now we're just we're in a shitty spot. Um so yeah, I think just staying at 500 for I guess the first half of the season would be good and then hopefully maybe they can try to kick it kick it up a notch once like curry's kind of back in the swing of things um and healthy and i think maybe they can kind of push for because right now they're towards the bottom of the standings i mean obviously they're out of playoff position and you know again it's i think they can kind of swing things around but still it's not like um it's not a great look so I think it's just right now we just have to kind of keep afloat, really. It's not the best way to approach things, but again, considering just the roster construction, I think that's probably the best thing that they can do. And Wiggins is also in and out of the lineup. I mean, he's been out, really. Uh, Draymond's kind of been in and out. I think he's going to continue to play, but who knows, <clears throat> who knows really. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be rough, but we just kind of have to buckle down and handle shit the best that we can. They're gonna play the Raptors later today, uh, so I don't know. Raptors are kind of floundering right now. They've they've they have not looked good. I mean, they've lost. I don't I don't really know their record exactly, but they've lost more than they won for their last ten. That's for sure. Um, so. You know, I think I would say that's a pretty even matchup right now. I I'm still I still would be concerned because they have Siakam. Fred VanVleet could go off. Who knows? He had a pretty big game against the uh, Kings the other night. 
so I don't know, things can kind of, a lot of things can happen, and also they're incredibly long, as that's, as everybody knows, but it's like six, eight, six, seven guys, all with incredibly long arm spans, um, ring spans, I think it's, uh, it's gonna be tough for us, but I think we're pretty, relatively evenly matched right now, so I think, uh, I think we can get a, I think it's possible for us to get a win, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be a grind, um, among other things, maybe not necessarily sports related, but I actually finished Bioshock this morning and I was kind of surprised. I, I thought, actually, I wasn't that surprised. I, I was expecting it to kind of lead up to the ending. I felt that the story was kind of reaching its conclusion, um, based on where I was at the game. Um, and you know just the story beats and everything like that so uh the ending is really quick though (laughs) the like the last ending cinematic i i think i'm just so used to like jrpgs where the fucking ending is 10 hours long where like the ending cutscene was like a minute long and i was like what that's it (laughs) holy shit that was really quick so i don't know i I expected uh, i guess i just expected a little more of a uh, lengthier ending, I guess, is what I'm saying. I don't know. It was just so funny. It just felt really abrupt. It was just like, oh shit, okay, interesting. Uh, but I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the storytelling in this game is kind of left up. A lot of it is told by exposition within the world of Rapture it's it's sort of similar in the sense to maybe uh what's another game maybe the dark souls games i haven't you know i haven't really played them but from what i understand a lot of the lore is told in kind of within the environment of the game whether it's in books or items that you find i guess kind of like skyrim has that feature as well um but you pick up these diaries in the game and that's kind of where a huge chunk of the story is told where you're giving backstories on the characters of the world who the people that kind of what were very influential figures in in the world of rapture before shit (laughs) shit went south and yeah just uh a lot of um you kind of have to fill in the gaps, I guess. Because um, if you just stick to the story, like, sure, you're going to get the experience of uh, the story and you, you kind of you understand the plot thread and everything like that, but it's limited. It doesn't give the full sp- scope. It doesn't give the full picture. So you, I, I kind of deliberately... deliberately went out of my way to really listen to the diaries and kind of pay attention as as much as I could. I still I still I have I have a general idea of the story and the allusions to religion and of course history and everything like that. So I, I have somewhat of a basis for understanding what exactly kind of was going on if this is sort of like an allegory of sorts, right? Um, but I, I think, uh, I think I, I, I might do some like 
may I might do some deep diving. The thing is, I'm I'm really excited to the the, the timing for this is actually perfect, but uh I listened to this podcast called Resident Arc and they do a lot of analytical uh episodes on video games and I think I've talked about them before but one of their most one of my favorites from them is Xenogears and they just kind of went fully in depth on all you know a lot of the psychology religion uh it's kind of I guess you could say uh uh sort of like personality driven traits of these characters and how they all kind of coincide with one another I, I think all of that analysis was like incredibly well done um and it, it looks like they're going to be doing a, a series on Bioshock which is like perfect timing because I just beat the game and so I think that would be perfect for kind of me to listen to kind of them picking up on certain elements of the story that I didn't understand before certain things that they were maybe referencing i mean of course there are i i can understand you know there's these procedures these uh experiments that were going on on human bodies like you could kind of relate that to like soviet and nazi um i guess human experimentation and that kind of thing uh but I, i'm sure there's there's a ton there's there's so there's a lot of uh there's a lot that I'm I'm that's kind of going over my head. So I think hearing it from someone else's perspective and I know BioShock's been out for a very long time and uh, you know there's other things that I could check up on and other uh analysis that I could probably read into. Uh, this game has most likely been um just like discussed for hundreds and thousands of times but I, I think it would be cool to hear it from kind of a fresh perspective and be like oh yeah that's kind of um that's really cool uh and I I, I really I've been really enjoying that kind of series and, and that kind of content I guess um like on on YouTube and and just podcasting so uh I'm excited to kind of hear their thoughts and kind of help me understand the story a little bit more because if you if you just sort of take things at a surface value it's like okay i mean that's a pretty cool story but it's not um it's not the most complex i would say you know what i mean it's also a pretty short game so it's it's there's not um in terms of i guess side content there's not like a ton of that it's it's just you really immerse yourself in this world in this story all the aspects of it i mean the art style and just kind of the designs of some of these things of of the of the environments of i guess the monsters you if you if you can call them that are really interesting and i yeah i i just i would love to kind of just delve deeper into kind of the more of the lore and the inspiration and shit um so yeah i'm i'm gonna be sort of uh going more in depth with that i guess and also i don't i don't know if i'm gonna dive into bioshock 2 anytime soon i'm I'm just curious as, as to like what they're gonna do 
with that. Um, I get there is, in a sense, there is room for a sequel, but I'm just curious as to like what you can really do with a sequel. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems uh, it's interesting for sure. Uh, so. Yeah, again, I don't know if I'm going to dive into the next game anytime soon, but that's that's going to be kind of on my back burner uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, in the meantime, yeah, just playing kind of Persona on and off. It's it's a pretty long game. <laughs> I can definitely feel it being a pretty long game. Um, I think I've talked about this before. I do I do really enjoy the i guess the what's the word the schedule the the game flow um but i also think that's where it can kind of be detrimental where you can sort of start to maybe feel a little burnt out from it where you're you know you're doing a lot of the same things day in and day out where you're essentially trying to like i guess min max your stats uh to the best of your abilities uh, and develop relationships and that sort of thing, but yeah, I think I think that's kind of where you is sort of I guess a little bit of a double edged sword. Where if you're not into the gameplay loop, then you, you you're probably not going to be enjoying the game um, all that much. But I I I do enjoy. It. I just think that if that's the only thing that I'm playing, like I think I I I need a I you know I just need to take break breaks once in a while and also going back to back from one jrpg to the next can be pretty uh it could be a lot for sure so i'm glad that i'm kind of supplementing that with the shorter games like bioshock um because it's like okay nice i've I, I finished this other game on the side that i've been really wanting to um to get to so um i don't know uh yeah i, th- I think yeah, Bioshock 2 will probably be on the back burner. Uh, I've been thinking a lot of maybe getting it to Hades because they recently uh, announced Hades 2. That's going to come out next year. So <laughs> it might be it might be a good time to jump into Hades and see what it's about. And also considering that it is like a rogue game that's like perfect for me just because i can kind of get in and out of of that um you know one of my favorite games is slay slay the spire so if i mean they're completely different games for sure i know that you know slay is a card game and uh hades is a action action uh you know dungeon crawler sort of thing uh, but I like kind of the idea of not necessarily committing a whole bunch of time um, into into a game, just kind of being like, okay, like today we're going to do this. We're going to, you know, maybe an hour, a couple hours of, of game. Um, then that's it. So that's kind of, uh, that sounds sort of appealing to me, I guess. Uh, so I might, maybe I'll check it out during this, I guess, period of time. We'll see how I feel. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy with sort of my, I guess, load of games that I currently have in my rotation and games that I would like to get into, uh, in the future. So 
Nier is another one that I would like to play. I I'm 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 trying to think if I want to maybe play Nier because I, I I know what I do with games. I've mentioned this before. Is I I, I check to see how long it is. Um, I go to how long to be dot com, and then I check to see how long the main story is usually. Um, and so, from what I remember, near Automata was pretty is pretty short for the most part. I know about the multiple endings. I, I you know, that's I just heard about that. Um, so probably like thirty, forty hours plus which is i'd say pretty reasonable and i think that's doable in you know somewhat amount of time i'm just thinking in terms of my schedule because i my work picks up like in a relatively short amount of time after this kind of holiday period so i'm like trying to think like what do i want to what do i what do i want to do you know what i mean uh, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of great games out there that I want to play. And then and then the big thing is Zelda, which comes out in May. <laughs> so, um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm just excited to play more games. I'm, I'm sort of in the in kind of a gaming mood, I guess, right now, which is kind of fits with, I guess, how cold it's been and just me wanting to be a homebody for, for like this entire time i don't know uh but yeah a lot of good stuff to look forward to a lot of nice games that i'm looking forward to playing um and yeah i'm excited to kind of dive dive deeper into kind of the bioshock world and see more of what it's about um yeah that's probably gonna do it for this episode the next time i record maybe after christmas or maybe might be the new year uh every year when i've done an episode post or pre new year i always talk about resolutions and shit but you know like what, what it's just a continuation of time it's just the calendar year like who the fuck cares you know what i mean <laughs> it's a bit of a cynical outlook no I, I new year's is a um i do really enjoy that time of the year uh but I don't know. I I don't know if I'm gonna do like all resolutions things. It's like it might be kind of, uh, it might be just kind of corny at this point. You know what I mean? Considering that I don't necessarily, you know, stick to it. I think I just just need to, I just need to do the best I can in the current moment and not think about like, hey, maybe next year I'll do this. Or maybe this this year I'll for sure. It's not just whatever. Who cares? <laughs> That's gonna do it for today's episode. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Save the Semantics. Signing off.